0: back. Welcome to Y2Killers, I'm uh, Dr. Benny Graves, the gouged eye to your daily show host, and with me, as always, the irreplaceable, the reverse Spock haircut to my hunky boy, the pussy puke to my blow dick, hammy swammy, blacky sammy.
1: It's me, Jessica. I'm, it's me, Jessica! Oh my god, do you remember quoting that line, like, incessantly when you were younger?
0: No, I didn't A- watch that movie.
1: Adam and I would, like, turn to each other and be like, it's me!
0: Yeah. Was that Rob? Rob Schneider?
1: Rob Schneider mm. uh, in the Hot Chick. I've never actually seen that movie, Hot Chick, uh, but Adam did, and I like had seen like probably like YouTube clips before like YouTube got monetized, and they're all like, you cannot watch movies on Heel. Freaky
0: fry-der. Der. Um But yeah, uh, essentially, we will be talking about a movie that doesn't make me want to stab myself in the eyeballs. The Faculty from the year nineteen ninety eight directed by robert rodriguez.
1: robert rodriguez
0: and we were talking about how uh this it's easy to forget that he directed this
1: literally you tell me <laughs> i think i showed you the faculty like probably when i first started dating about five years ago and i was like oh my gosh the faculty is a like, great movie and you're like and eh, whatever robert rodriguez directed it and i was like wait really like i had no clue i had seen this movie for the first time probably on like Oh, my gosh. Like some, sh- like, you know, cable network or something like that. But It
0: looks like it would be ripe for
1: TNT. It's a TNT type of kind of thing. Uh-huh. But first, let us celebrate being back in our studio, a.k.a. our kitchen. Yep. Uh, Old
0: studio. Studio Mark 1. M-
1: studio 1. So if you do hear a humming in the background, it's not Ben being annoying like usual. E- e- family. Stop, family. stop, stop, e- stop, e- stop. <sighs> it's our fridge cuz we are back in our kitchen so if it is echoey again uh, we apologize but I don't also think it was that bad. i don't think it was that bad we but have high fidelity audio i don't know audio. some people like listen on headphones so like there might be a difference so i like to you know get the people a little little background like behind the sauce making kind of thing you know speaking of sauce what do we have
0: we're going to be having some old smoky Tennessee
1: salted caramel whiskey yeah and they're like shooties but i think they're Biggins. They may biggins. be bigger shooties than normal. Right. So uh, to Satan, Satan and, and, and mm, it you, tastes like um waffles. Yeah, you're not wrong. It tastes like good waffles, not like bad waffles. Where you're like,
0: oh, oh, but yeah. Back to the Robert Rodriguez thing. It's weird to consider that he directed this because I'd say his most famous, probably better, best regarded film. If you forget about this movie is from Nustle no Dawn. Yeah.
1: But, but that is Tarantino Tarantino
0: drenched as fuck.
1: Yeah. This actually the watching it with a careful eye because, you know, now we have to watch things with careful eyes as opposed to just in fun eyes. It is a double-edged sword. Um it was really interesting because I like looked at this movie and I was like, "Oh, okay. There's a little I don't want to like downgrade this because I do like this movie, but you kind of see a little bit more Robert Rodriguez quirk in it than if you didn't know that he directed it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It
0: does. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of the shooty we just took, so tasty. Tennessee, and I was in Sevierville, Tennessee, from mm-hmm. my buddy's bachelor party. Yeah. I drank extremely heavily. Yes, you for did. For three days, including a sex energy drink or a porn energy drink called Pussy.
1: Pussy drink? Pussy. I-, I believe the French Robert say Pussy. His name is Robert Possein. His name is Robert Possein. And,
0: um, oh, here, here it comes.
1: I'm going to burp. Oh, yeah. That was okay.
0: Yeah, I expected something more impressive.
1: No, honestly. Ooh, this is this kind of sits in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. No, yeah. Uh, Old Smoky, the salty caramel. I always try to find this in a bigger bottle for us because I've always wanted to try it. We have to see where Kyle got these little shooters because yeah. they're tasty.
0: But the porn, the porn energy drink featured uh, pictures of uh, nude ladies on the ooh. front. And one of them I was looking carefully and I, her name was uh, Foxy. Nice. And I was like, huh. She's uh, wearing a SS hat.
1: For super sexy?
0: No, for Totemkov puts you inside a gas chamber. Okay, Heinrich. Huh. He- Heinrich.
1: Heinrich, yeah. Um,
0: That's anyway. what I said. Uh, and then also, I went to X-Fest. Yep. Um, I saw some really great movies at the Phoenixville Theater.
1: Yeah, uh, I wasn't they, with you.
0: Yeah, they filmed the blurb. The original blurb. The blurb. And the remake blurb.
1: Remake blurb with the other guy that we thought was in that movie last week, but it wasn't him. Kevin Dillon. Yeah. Michael Dillon. James Kevin Walden. Dillon.
0: Yeah. And uh, Shawnee Smith is not it.
1: Oh, and she's from Saw, right? That's
0: correct. Yeah. Or most famously known from that. She was also in summer school. Oh. She's with Chainsaw? Pregnant, yeah. And Dave? Mm-hmm.
1: My son, Chainsaw? That's correct. That's why I stopped having children? Chainsaw! Chainsaw!
0: Um, and I saw a bunch of movies there. Uh, Exhumed Films presented it. Yep. Always do amazing events. They also do the 24-hour marathon yep. that we go to. And the three standouts for me, one was the movie I showed you, 1974's Gator Bait. That was really, really good. It's pure monami crawfish. Yeah, it's okay. One. Keep <laughs> going. Thank <laughs> you. All
1: right. We've all got it.
0: The second highlight, I think, was a crowd pleaser, was the uh, can in Hercules film from 1983. With Lufo Wigno. Oh, Lufo Wigno. But in the movie, he's
1: dubbed, So He Talks Like This, Father. And not Peter Chris from Kiss. And not like Peter Quiff, babe. Walking wall, yeah. What do you always say? Let's walk, babe. Let's walk, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't he a massive conservative now, too? Aren't they all like assholes?
0: Gene Simmons, definitely outspoken. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, Paul Stanley brought it up. Um... What's-His-Face from Twisted Sister, which is D. embarrassing. Snyder.
1: You dress as a lady, bro. Also, Come you don't on. go out
0: and testify articulately to the PMRC about the nature of censorship and then write some fucking bullshit like that. That's clueless That's bullshit. That's so
1: stupid. Fuck you guys. Anyways, on to better things. Yes,
0: and then the first movie they showed knocked my fucking socks off. It's a movie called Full Contact that was titled Hard Boiled 2, probably to cash Hard-boiled in. Hard Boiled Egg 2? On the fact. Mm, probably to cash in on the fact that Chow fat is in it. Mm. Um, and it's like a Hong Kong actioner. Yeah. And it has got fucking style oozing out every orifice.
1: Yeah, you showed me the trailer, but we need to watch that. But we did watch um, Gator Bait together because Joe Bob did it on Last Drive In, obviously. And which I always like there's some movies that I'm like, oh, Joe Bob, I don't need you to tell me about it because like I know enough. Um, but I feel like with 70s exploitation and stuff that's like a little lesser known, Joe Bob is also really great because he does do a lot of good research and he had like a lot of fun character behind the scenes stuff well i think
0: that the advantage of joe bob and i've talked about this to you and to people off air is the idea that this guy did not have internet yeah that's the thing that's the fucking big deal about him is that he would go and dredge up these crazy facts and find out the information in the dirty um before such a thing was readily accessible.
1: And I appreciate that. Like, he would actually do the legwork to get, like, something interesting. It's not like on IMDb, where they're like, did you know that Johnny Cash was also a musician? And you're like yeah okay like That's thank you you know what i mean like most of the facts are stuff that people like you and i would be like yeah okay like i don't, I don't know like why in the this early is, like,
0: 2000s you still had a in little 2000s. bit of difficulty in obtaining that stuff
1: oh for sure because you had like only sketchy websites it yeah. was like angel fire hosted <laughs> websites yeah, that were you like had, there
0: were like one or two hard yeah. websites that were well, big air quotes but it was still not the most accepted thing yeah and now i mean you can Reach out to most people. You can look up most information. People have literally like scanned in transcri- yeah. transcribe, which whatever. is cool because it's like awesome.
1: accessibility is really great. You know, accessibility does bring education with it, but also I think there is something a little bit lost in that, which is like it's almost like that feeling when you go to a record store and you like just see a record cover and you're like. Oh, this looks interesting and you can't like Google it or like know what it's about. You're like, I don't know. You have to take a a chance. You have to take a chance. And you know, which is why we love VHS because VHS covers are notoriously like misleading. And
0: sometimes the chance you take is a bad one.
1: Uh, Yeah. Sometimes it's a bad chance, but I think there's, a kind of fun beauty and nostalgia that I have, which is like looking at a like movie cover. Actually, that's how I found that movie murder by death that I love, which yeah. is kind of like a proto clue. clue. Proto clue. Yeah. And I just thought the cover was cool. And I've been obsessed with that movie for like 20 plus years. So yeah, you
0: know, for you at the Mahoning
1: mm-hmm, for a buck,
0: which let's segue directly. Actually one more thing. Speaking of movies that I saw a, a snapshot of and said, let's check it out. We watched a movie called yakuza
1: <gasps> oh my from 1974 god.
0: hilariously the same year gator Beat came out by the way and Very different directed by Sidney pollock
1: yep oh and my this gosh is
0: a revenge epic essentially
1: it's like a tokyo oh sorry not tokyo um japan japan what's the capital of japan tokyo is it yes tokyo yes really
0: oh my god we're gonna have to edit this out
1: No, they'll just see how stupid I am. This isn't racist. This is just how dumb I am. Tokyo, yes. Okay, so it's a Tokyo epic. Go on.
0: And I'm not going to reveal any more about it. I mean, I'm going to say that um, Robert Mitchum stars in it. And uh, Ken Takakura plays uh, Tanaka Ken. And Tanaka Ken, or Ken Takakura, we know from Black Rain.
1: Uh, but more importantly, their friend, who had the really fucking dope-ass house with the kitties, he played Stan Sportnak on The Golden Girls. He was married to Dorothy Spornak, And you see, they were married for a couple of years, but then he ended up cheating on her. But Stan does make a several appearances throughout The Golden Girls series. And he really does love Dorothy.
0: So it's a movie that basically tackles this idea that they talk about in Japanese culture of Giri or a burden and how the men in this film are tackling the various burdens that they've accumulated yeah, or how they handle them. And, um, it definitely is the model, uh, Paul Schrader actually wrote the original treatment that it was edited. He's not mm. happy with the finished treatment, but it 100% it fucking rules dude. a lot like Rolling Thunder. And it 100,000% influenced every other Japanese crime noir you've ever seen. Well, it
1: definitely influenced Kill Bill Volume 1, the scene where they're in the club. And there's, no, don't like, spoil
0: it. Don't spoil it.
1: Okay, but I'm, I'm not gonna like, give away, give away, but like the camera shots, the cinematography, like, the, cinematography the overhead shots. I always wondered why Tarantino kind of chose these overhead room to room shots. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And there's also like some silhouetting. Yeah. And then you watch Akuza and you're like, oh, okay, Tarantino. And I don't fault Tarantino for doing that. I think Tarantino's great because he kind of introduces people like you and I. Who didn't grow up in the 70s because we weren't born to the late 80s into a cinematography style that you're like, oh, this is interesting. And then you go and watch those original 70s and 60s movies and you're like, oh, I get it. And like, I could see how this like imprinted on your brain. This is dope.
0: Yeah. It's a really moving film. Um, It's really well done. It's shot beautifully. I think the acting is incredible. Um, It feels like it is an ambitious paperback book that was faithfully adapted
1: well yeah you thought it was a book and we looked it up but it was just well james
0: cavell did that book shogun that ended up being a 70s show and it was supposed to be like a big period epic and this has that sort of uh genetics in it but uh i think it accomplishes being a great movie but also having a lot of the energy of like grindhouse action stuff and it
1: has gorgeous like scenery like one it's really it's shot so fucking well oh my god like everybody in it is so good everybody gives like a hundred percent you know what i mean and it's so beautiful the like mid-century modern like japanese style furniture in stan spornak's apartment is gorgeous but then like the story itself is really like i was like enthralled with this i I definitely suggest it it does have some subtitles so at first you're like oh subtitles movie but it's not throughout but it you do have to pay attention it is a movie that you have to give 100 to
0: yeah you're right well uh enough talking about films from an early era let's jump forward 24 years to 1998 and let's talk about stuff that came out that year so we have Deep Rising, R.I.P. Treat Williams. He just died recently. Treat Williams,
1: R.I.P.D. We lift up a Celsi in your name.
0: In his name, we toast. treaty boy.
1: Yeah, he died in a motorcycle accident, which I feel like, you know what, if you're a guy like Treat Williams, I know he was in that show you love, Everwood. I didn't love
0: it, I just watched it with my family.
1: Okay, well you kept trying to show me Everwood and I was like, this is good. It also has
0: the kid, the main character, or the kid who is our main character, is uh the kid from hobo with a
1: shotgun who, who gets, gets his, his dick, dick blown, blown off. off yeah i got so much fucking left to do uh but treat williams is great he is a treat he was in <laughs> a bunch of movies and stuff like that stuff. and yeah
0: um schlocky action movies um yeah
1: he was a hunky dude but dude, bro r.i.p. anyway moving on
0: uh blade i've still never seen blade but chris christopherson's in
1: blade right that's right i gotta watch it because i love chris christopherson
0: um a movie we will cover in fact we can probably do a double feature episode because i think it would be perfect you're gonna do blade no and no john carpenter's vampires (laughs) who's the bad guy who's the lead vampire
1: In john carpenter's vampires yeah was it i'm
0: gonna divorce you
1: oh give me the first letter no yes
0: no yes no i don't remember terry silver
1: <gasps> that's right terry of silver karate kid fame. yeah and
0: cobra kai fame now
1: well and cobra kai and also he's a, daddy. He's Pay- a certifiable daddy. dad in like two episodes of uh one tree hill yep and then he disappeared and he got replaced by some fucking loser
0: um <laughs> uh bride of chucky the uh, Spencer's it. Gifts of movies of well, that time Here's
1: the thing The Bride of Chucky and The the Chucky series as a whole Is like the woman that wears the Tweety Bird With like the backwards hat Like oversized shirt that's To the Walmart
0: true, You don't think that about Ch- Child's Play 1 no, 2, Or even 3
1: But like that series what, If I were to like associate it now That's what I'm associated with Oh Actually, the other day when carl and i were driving around uh going to get lunch there was a lady that like cut us off in her like really beat up civic and she had a full tweety bird like um car wrap over the no. hood of her car i swear to fucking god oh my I god i forgot to tell swear. you
0: so when i was in uh tennessee when we were driving pretty much at the base of Sevierville, there's like essentially the a cross between uh, it's a different town, and I don't remember the name of it. My apologies to the people of this town, and my apologies that you have to live there. Um, but also, it's your brain is full of alcohol. Like, yeah, my brain is full of juice. And um, it's like a cross between south of the border meets the worst parts of the strip in yeah. Vegas. And there was a dude driving a car, a Casper themed car. <gasps> it was like a. Like m-
1: Casper the Friendly Ghost or like Casper Christina Ricci?
0: Like both. So he had a decal on the front that was classic Casper. Okay, classic Casper. Casper and Wendy Casper. Got it. He had Casper's mean uncles. (gasps) Yeah.
1: It was like stinky blinky and inky or whatever yeah that's so stretch and something i forget bill pullman's in that movie and as a kid not attracted to bill pullman because i was eight but now that i'm an adult i'm like oh bill pullman (laughs) and then
0: (laughs) uh from that year two movies we've already covered check out our episodes on halloween h20 and urban legends
1: yeah those are both really good movies yeah
0: Hit me with that cast, girl.
1: Okay, so this cast is... Star-studded. It is a stacked-ass cast. The stars are out tonight, baby. And I'll probably forget, like, some mentions that these people are in, and I'm really just gonna go, like, on IMDb and pull up, like, the movies they're known for, which isn't always reliable, but... First off, they list Jordana Brewster as the number one person. Yeah, but
0: also Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah, fuck her. Uh, What? What did she do to you? I have nothing against her. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, stop being such a shithead to Jordana Brewster.
1: She was in a Texas Chainsaw remake? Yes. The beginning. Oh, well, Jordana Brewster was in the Texas Chainsaw remake, the beginning. Okay. She was in all the Fast and the Furious fucking movies as uh, the white guy's girlfriend, you know? Paul, Paul Driver. Paul Driver. Uh, he definitely didn't have sex with 17-year-olds. Uh, and, like, a bunch of other stuff. You all know who she is. <gasps> Next in line, oh we God. have Clea Duvall. Machi
0: machi. The goth girl everyone would have had a crush on. Male or female. <sighs> it's Pride Month, and we all stand. Clea Duvall here.
1: So... The first movie I saw her in, which is like one of her top IMDb listings, is But I'm a Cheerleader with her oh, yeah. and Natasha Lyonne.
0: Oh, Natasha Lyonne also. I
1: remember watching this on Bravo, I'm pretty sure, because Bravo used to show like queer, kind of weird movies mm-hmm. before they just did housewife stuff. Yeah. And Cleo Duvall was like, at, was and is a big crush of mine. So Cleo Duvall and everything that she does is a gorgeous goddess. And I would. She's high
0: quality Do lovely
1: things to her And then the girl That plays Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson um, I'm Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson She was apparently In Severance I think you all The show Yeah the show Severance She was Maggie We've never seen that show but I've heard good things We've heard really good things But she played Maggie In Severance uh, as Zeke, we have Josh Hartnett, baby. Yeah. He's um, so fucking hot in this movie. Like, my love of Clea Duvall and Josh Hartnett in this movie is, like, equal. Like, my sexuality was very questioned uh, at this time. Reverse spot
0: haircut makes an appearance my again. My God,
1: him wearing, like, long-sleeve t-shirts under a short-sleeve t-shirt with his little weird bangs. I think bangs. in the first
0: scene, he's wearing three layers. He's wearing, like,
1: two <laughs> yeah. short-sleeve t-shirts uh,
0: and a long-sleeve t-shirt with, like, a Woven
1: braid. I don't even care. He's hot. He's so fucking hot. Uh, as Stan. We have Sean Hatasi, who we've seen in like a fucking thousand things, but he was in Southland, Alpha Dog, the faculty. He's in a bunch of law and order. You guys gotta look him up. You, you'll like recognize the face, but you the will. name. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Selma, come get your me. She is a
0: hot. Hot. Hot, hot, ha, 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 ha,
1: hot, She's gorgeous. She's she in everything. Ageless,
0: gorgeous, very good actress.
1: Mm-hmm. Thirty Rock. We love as her. Is Jack Donaghy's lover.
0: Un señor macho solo, which is the McFlurry.
1: Exactly. Uh, we have Famke Jensen. Oh my god! Which I believe Look, is uh, many Ben Wet Dreams. She was a
0: formative Benny baby boner time because she was in GoldenEye as mm-hmm. Zena Onatop, who is a um. Sadomasochistic, uh, like killer. And I was like, wait, she's choking these dudes and she
1: likes to be choked too. What happened down there? She's also Jean Grey in The X Men and Evelyn in House and Hunted Hill, which is, is. we'll probably actually uh, end up covering because I think. Emka
0: Jansen, also a really good actress who uh, doesn't get her due.
1: I don't think she gets her due either, yeah. So, uh, kind of relating back to the last episode, The Rage Carry 2, we have Piper Lori. As Mrs. Olson, who was original uh, Margaret White and Carrie. She was a mom and Carrie. Carrie's crazy mom. Mm-hmm. And in Twin Peaks, she was Catherine Martell. She's very married- scheming. Yeah, she's was she was scheming, scheming. And she was also in The Hustler. So, you know, if you want to watch something, uh, Christopher McDonald, but how we all know him is Shooter McGavin Ugh. from Happy Gilmore. Yo, it,
0: there's literally a thing in this where. There's that famous Star Trek episode where they have to fight the evil versions of themselves and they have goatees. Yeah. There are so many actors in this that are like... Now I have a goatee. Yeah. Now I have a goatee. Now I have a goatee.
1: I'm not even halfway down with the star list. Uh, the next in line is BB Newith, who I okay, so she plays Lilith in Fraser. I'd hit it. i uh, She was also in Cheers. She was She's got the this like aunt. Betty
0: haircut in this. Mm-hmm. She was mm. an
1: aunt in Jumanji. She was in Summer Sand. How I'll lose a guy in ten days? But BB with actually one time came into Cargo, the restaurant mm. I worked at in Princeton, and she like walked in. She was like wearing like a cape and a hat, like not like extra. She was just. You know, it was cold. Uh, I'll give her that. And she just walked in, and she was like, oh, I'm meeting this party, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And I, like, looked at her, and I was like, oh, she looks fucking forgot. And then I realized it was her. And she kind of gave me a look like, I know you know who I am. And she wasn't rude at all, but I was just like,
0: oh, my.
1: Uh, so it was a great moment for me.
0: Scrambled eggs and tarzella. Yes, thank you, Frazier. Good job,
1: Niles. Uh, next, we have Robert Patrick, the T2 himself. He is fucking
0: Eaten this scenery in the best way. Uh, that man is a tour de force, all right? It is a crime that James Cameron looked at him and said, You're barely gonna talk and you're just gonna run very athletically.
1: I love the thing in Terminator 2 where they're like, Oh, yeah, Robert Patrick just ran too fast for like the motorcycle. He would constantly catch him. And Robert Patrick was like, Yeah, like I just ran like I would normally run because I didn't want to make it look like I wasn't running at all. And I was like, I'm sexually yeah, best to known
0: you. for being the T1000, but. Um, has had like a huge the the Robert Patrick Assange is happening Peacemaker what Josiah saw and I'm loving it
1: I'm loving it so he was in a bunch of different things uh Peacemaker what Josiah saw like we we loved that he was in some X-Files episodes y'all know who he is he was
0: in Charlie's Angels full Mm -hmm. throttle
1: next we have Usher who is the singer Usher what uh, i thought he was the guy
0: who helped you to your seat at the movie uh-huh.
1: theater uh he was in a muppets movie killers she's all that it doesn't matter we all know him from music so we do i was oh my gosh i had such a crush on usher when i was a kid oof
0: i think he has a weird head
1: no he's hot so okay. don't even worry Great. next we have john stewart which he has like evil goatee beard like it's it's very I'll talk funny about it later seeing john stewart with a little goatee
0: He's hamming it up. In Next those.
1: in line, we have Daniel Von Bargen, who, yet again, a name that you're like, I don't know who the fuck that is, but he was in RoboCop 3 as Moreno. He was in The Postman, but he was in Super Troopers as Chief Grady. But I remember him from Malcolm in the Middle as uh, Francis, their brother of the military school. He was like their military instructor.
0: I know him most from Super Troopers.
1: Yeah. Uh, next, we have Elijah Wood. Oh, who, baby Elijah. Gosh, everybody knows Elijah Wood. He's and such a
0: sweetie. I think he might be Hollywood's little sweetie.
1: He is a little cutie. I like Elijah Wood, and I know that he's really big into horror, too. He made that Maniac remake, which is not my he favorite. He also
0: formed SpectraVision, which did Mandy.
1: Didn't he also have something to do with Doctor Sleep?
0: Maybe. Uh, maybe. I might
1: be really wrong about that. But yeah,
0: that. he's big in the horror community. Uh, he's been around
1: for years and years. He's pretty much,
0: wor- you know, he was pretty influential with Panos to get Mandy off the ground. Which so we love, Mandy. Many satanic blessings onto them. Um,
1: yeah, uh, next we have John Abrams, which y'all ain't gonna know that name, but he's in a future movie of ours, which is House of Wax. A good he one. was Dalton in House of Wax. He was also in Scary Movie as Bobby Prince and Meet the Parents as Denny Burns. I don't know who that is, but uh, I assume all of you do. And then who else do we have in this cast? Oh, not to mention Rapist, but uh, that fucked face from that 70s show is in this movie for like two scenes, Danny
0: Masterson. Now convicted.
1: Fuck him. Um, and then I think that's it. Honestly, there's like a bunch of background players that you'll be like, oh, them. Oh, that.
0: We'll talk about that a little yeah. bit too. So, so onto the trivs. Um, pretty much this script was written and then not picked up until Screen came out. Well, yeah. And then, in a shocking turn of events, uh Kevin Williamson comes in and does some rewrites.
1: Yeah, I can tell.
0: Uh, and he was actually supposed to be the first director choice. Oh, okay. Uh, but it ended up not panning out. I think he was doing something else. No. Yeah. Uh, but you can you can smell that Williamson. Yeah, you stank. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sassy teen stank is everywhere. Um, this is a weird thing that I read, and this is from the wiki. Uh, several scenes involving an additional character named Venus, played by Kidada Jones, were shown in TV previews for the film. As well as in Tommy Hilfiger promotional con- commercials for the movie, but her scenes were cut from the final film. She is visible in a scene in the theatrical version, standing next to Usher in John Stewart's science class oh.
1: when they're looking at the new I species. I think when I looked her up, she's uh, Rashida Jones's sister, so they're Quincy. Jones's daughters.
0: They're like, get that black out of this film.
1: Well, yeah, you get, like, one black, and then they're like, eh, that's maybe too much. They're like, that's
0: too much Usher on screen. We don't want to upset the parents. Well, that was,
1: like, some of the trivia I read. And I remember when this movie was coming out, I definitely saw all the previews. I don't know if you did, but like... I do. It really appealed to me, and yet again, I had a crush on Usher, like, I had a CD, all that stuff. All
0: the girls were shooting for Josh Hartnett oh, at this time. Josh
1: Hartnett. Yeah. yeah. But I remember Usher is, like, prominently featured in all the advertisements, but he's in, like, three Scenes, so josh
0: hartnett has had a cumulative grip around the throats of all the hot chicks at oh some yeah point. oh yeah uh mommy uh and then here's the other thing that i think is a, a like a death knell for this film because it didn't do well um actually i think brewster did a interview where she said like well when the faculty was coming out i was like this is going to be huge when fast and the furious was coming out she's like ah it's like a little car thing yeah but it was released on Christmas. Really? Which I think is, I, this for me would be a summer blockbuster this movie. This is
1: a summer movie, yeah, for but sure.
0: I don't know that we cared that much at the no, time. No. I think we've become in the post COVID, have to make the money back era um we've become very conscientious of when we release things or shelve things before
1: that it was kind of like all loosey-goosey people were just seeing movies all the time because you had no other option like unless you're paying a lot of money for like those black box cable boxes it like pre-netflix yeah you know you didn't have netflix you didn't have nothing you had to go to blockbuster so people actually still went to the movie so i mean maybe they put this out at christmas and they're like yeah people will see it
0: And now, the soundtrack.
1: Oh, it's so good. It is an abomination. Uh, No, it's good. It's really good. It's one of the better ones. So, Class of 1999 doing a cover of Another Brick in the Wall, part two. By the way,
0: Class of 1999 named after the exploitation gang film, (sighs) Class of 1999. I'm I'm sorry. You like that movie, you fucking asshole. I know, but I
1: I just wanted to be a jerk. Uh, (sighs) This song, which I fucking love. Okay, The Offspring, The Kids Aren't All Right. so I have a story about this. Uh Uh-huh. that you have to listen to because this is also my podcast. So, me and my friend Kristen, who is now a mom of three cute little girls, but back in high school, Are we, they hot? Would, we would go and like drive around and blast a song, a top volume in her mom's, wait for this. PT Cruiser, Jesus, and we called it the PT Loser. Uh, we would go to McDonald's and get mozzarella sticks. Remember when McDonald's had mozzarella sticks? It
0: was a good time, and we would they only, were on the dollar menu.
1: Yeah, well, that was the thing. We were very poor, which yeah. is, you know, we were in high school, but we would like blast this song. So this song has a lot of like memories for me. Is like whenever this song comes on, I always want to text Chris. It was like,
0: a like it was big a big song. Deal at the time. Yeah,
1: the for Offspring d- was the a Utes. big deal at the time uh creed
0: oh, covering i'm 18, I'm 18. Uh, covering an alice song fucking oof
1: degeneration helpless mm-hmm. soul asylum schools out which yeah, another alice, another alice song yeah. uh garbage medication
0: garbage
1: stabbing- mentioned
0: in the carry two episode yes. because uh our shirley manson yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: stabbing westward haunting me never listen to them
0: they should have been called stabbing southward because reference to getting your pp stabbed
1: thank you uh flick maybe someday cheryl crow res- recitation rec- reservoir dogs recita- recitation recitation i don't know i can't i can't recitation. say words nev it's over now. Sean Mullins, Changes, Oasis, Stay Young, Class of 99, Another Brick in the Wall, but I guess there's like two parts. I
0: think it bookends it. Yeah, it bookends it. Or I think it. that they might play it at the very beginning, and then they play it at the football game. Well, they game. play
1: it at the very beginning, and then I guess to play it at the end. That's what this CD list is. You get in. it? I don't get it. Could uh, you explain it to me?
0: Music can sometimes, you know, no, be I'm its bored. own character in film.
1: Sometimes New York is a character in the film.
0: Um. Anyway... Before we start the recap, I wanted to talk about the fact that I realized something, and it's that right. At, so we have this on VHS, yes, and this is towards again the end of VHS. Yes. Like it's gonna, it's gonna still go petering out over the next couple of years. Yes. But the boxes are really cheap. Mm-hmm. Like they started to make very very cheap boxes for VHS around this time. Not those stout. No, I'm not even talking about them stout big boxes. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the regular cardboard slips are even lesser quality. Well,
1: that's actually when you're like, oh, we don't own this on VHS. And I was like, yes, we do. We totally do. And I found it and I picked it up and I was like, ew, this feels like really cheap. Because having now, like we have some pretty crazy VHS, like older ones. And you do see like the quality degrade in VHS. But the same with DVDs. Remember when DVDs? DVD. When they first came out, you would get like booklets and all these things yeah but now and if, now if they're you like
0: boutique stuff they will give you that
1: yeah but there was a time in dvds where you're just like there was like pre-netflix but still dvd times and they're like i don't know it's a fucking piece of plastic buy this shit yeah. you asshole it's and you're like in the
0: box you're yeah just shaking like it around. those little
1: teeth in the middle that were supposed yeah. to hold it were always fucking broken yeah. they're like i don't know eat shit and die dummy but luckily
0: we have companies like severin and vinegar yeah. syndrome and stuff now that like really go the extra mile and they great, will put out really shit.
1: nice dvd stuff yeah. but like i'm talking like mid 2000s like
0: cauldron just put out i just bought it uh city of the living dead and they put the soundtrack in there and they got stickers and they've got a double-sided poster but
1: before that you had to go to fucking uh best buy and have them sell you a 30 dollar dvd where the shit was broken and they were like i don't fucking care you're just you're just keeping this <laughs> fuck you best buy no you just sell fridges you're dumb and lame
0: okay well, uh, we started with the trailers. We want. We started watching the VHS. Oh man! And I was like, "Okay, should we watch? Because it? it's on HBO. It's on Max. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, HBO. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: could you? Could you get it right? It's on Max.
0: Oh, um, Jesus. and. We started to watch it on there, and then Sarah was like, "We have it on VHS," so we started to watch it on VHS, and then Sarah was like, "Let's go back to Max so that we can pause it, so we can watch all the well, subtitles." Well, I also
1: wanted all the subtitles because I'm old. Well, because Robert
0: Patrick says some great funny stuff. stuff. This. Um. Anyway, so trailers we have Halloween H twenty, which the reviews for this I was reading them, and I was like. The reviews were sensational, not-stop scary, and I was like, those are both from UPN-TV.
1: Yeah!
0: <laughs> um, a sequel that lives up to the original.
1: No, it does not. No,
0: see our previous episode on how it does not. We had a trailer for obviously horror classic Waterboy.
1: Yeah, well, that's a horror comedy?
0: With Feruza Balk, though. Uh, yeah. Hachi Machi.
1: Something wrong with his <laughs> <laughs> that guy looked like the KFC chicken guy. Uh, and
0: then we had a trailer for the Will Smith, Gene Hackman thriller.
1: <gasps> oh my god, I was like totally not sold on this movie. I was like, ew, Will Smith, me, me, me. And then they are like, and Gene Hackman. And I was like, well, I have to see this
0: movie now. Enemy of the State. Yeah. Directed by Tony Scott.
1: I remember this movie being like a thing. But like as a kid, I didn't know who Gene Hackman was because I was like eight, you know? But then
0: we had multiple ads for... <laughs> First we had ads for free riders snowboarding video. And then immediately afterwards ads for Learn to Ski Better 2, Warren Miller's Guide to Ski in Real Good Time. They
1: were excessive. I feel like it had to be like pretty cheap to buy like advertising on a like a VHS or something because that dude Maybe. had a lot of commercials so ba- on the there. first
0: one, Freeriders Snowboarding video. Kind of start to name drop. It's like, learn from the legend, Warren Miller. And you I was like, who the fuck is that? And then the second one was like, it's Warren Miller, bitch. Warren Miller's back. Learn to ski better too. Warren Miller. Warren Miller. Not Henry Miller. Warren Miller.
1: It was like, learn to ski good. And I was like, does that English make sense?
0: I just kept imagining him in an experimental five-man ski type of device dying horribly on Everest.
1: Yeah, that's, and that's then about right. And we
0: have to grieve about it because CNN wrote five articles.
1: Oh, I really hope he doesn't get stuck under that ski mountain and then die.
0: Don't worry, his son still went to the Sum 41 concert. Mm. Uh, anyway, this movie does not waste any time.
1: No, this movie moves at a clip.
0: Kablamo, Offspring kicks in. Wee! And we get Robert Peppep calling football players pussy pukes and limp ass blow dicks.
1: Yo, this is hilarious. Y'all should just watch it with like the subtitles on for this part. Robert Patrick yelling at these football players like derogatory names. It's great. Robert Patrick understood everything. He was like, "Oh, okay, I'm an excessive crazy fucking football coach. Give it.
0: I got it." I'm a stereotype of the football coaches that we've covered, for example, in Carrie 2 and that are satirized in Not Another Teen Movie, I'm going to bring it to a 13. Yeah, he does a great job.
1: And there's like so many cute little Robert Patrick faces that he makes throughout this movie.
0: He's loving it. And
1: you can tell he's just really having fun with this movie. And I think that's the best thing. Actually, everyone in this movie seems like they had a good time. Like this movie isn't like one of those things that you're like, oh.
0: Well, I think that one of the edge edgy aspects of this at least the way it was seen at the time is how it approaches you know like jock culture and Robert Patrick is 100% written as like a completely insane hyper realized version of one of these high testosterone coaches who definitely was in the military and now has to channel his insanity into making young boys kill each other Yeah. Um, but yeah he's yelling at these football players and he's also yelling at the quarterback Stan
1: Stan.
0: Uh, Sean Watusi.
1: Watusi or whatever. Hatusi. Hatusi. No, the
0: Watusi is a song, yeah. I was gonna um, say Hatusi. And he's getting roasted. Stan is getting roasted by Poor Patrick. Stan.
1: Stan's a nice and then guy. Robert Patrick is just He's like, our Nathan of One Tree Hill. He
0: is. He, he really is. He's losing his shit. Robert Patrick is like flipping over benches and he's He
1: is going ape he's shit. Like
0: kicking the sprinklers, he's real mad at them. Yeah. That's important for later. Yes. Um and then he sees an unseen fi- figure and it fades to black. It's sort of like a slasher <gasps> setup. Yeah.
1: Right? It, it's actually a really fun setup. Like watching this as like a teenager or whatever, I was like, man, whatever. But like watching it as an as and doll, I'm like, Oh, you did like a good job being like, who's the.
0: If you person? didn't know what was going to happen in the film in advance, it sort of starts out like a classic 80s slasher.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I think, unfortunately, like we've grown up with this movie. We know all about it. So like, there's a little bit probably lost on us. But if you've never seen this movie or you're young enough to never have heard of this movie, stop right now, go watch it, and then tune back into us.
0: Yeah, definitely check it out. Especially if you're going in blind. Uh, I'd rather not spoil it for yeah, you. Yeah, I'd rather not spoil it. Um, we cut to BB North or uh, Principal Drake. And, Lilith. Um, she is like completely cutting down all of the teachers' desires mm-hmm. for the upcoming budget, um, because one of the other aspects, like I said, that is uh, edgy and satirizing that you didn't really get a lot of is the underlying concept that they're condemning funneling all your money into sports.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, our football team pulls in the most like viewers, and like people love our football, and they're the only thing that does well, so all the other school programs get like cut.
0: Right. So... Pretty much it's one of those things where she's like, look, I it's not my fucking like prerogative to to want to benefit the football team, but they bring in the money. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to get whatever they want. You can't have this for the school play. You can't have this for the science labs. Sorry. That's just how it works. And the school itself is hyper dilapidated. Yeah. And that also was definitely a conscious decision because then like the football stadium is pristine. Mm -hmm. They later have like
1: pyrotechnics,
0: pyrotechnics going off and stuff. But But the the school school itself is like bordering on collapse.
1: It's like very shitty, like trauma high looking kind of stuff. Exactly.
0: Um, We get uh, Piper Laurie or Mrs. Olsen uh, and she's like complaining about the budget and stuff like that. And they're all leaving. It's like a late meeting. Essentially yeah. They, they were well, doing. it's like
1: a school like after school meeting with right. all the teachers and stuff, yeah.
0: Um and principal uh what's her name? Drake has to run back into the school because she uh left her keys or something like no, she left like some file.
1: She left a file or something. Yeah. And she
0: runs into Robert Patrick. Um, and he's been very, um, very much like a high school football coach. He's being rapey. Yep. Uh, and she runs off or no, before she can run off, he jams a pencil through her <gasps> oh, hand.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. So yeah, like Robert Patrick at this point, spoilers, yet again, go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. He's been taken over something has happened, something to, has him. happened to him yeah. he's a he's a weirdo mister and uh bb newwith is just like oh hey coach you know robert patrick i'm trying to get back to my car and he's like oh i need a pencil and she's like okay here's a fucking pencil and bro she talks about
0: his drinking to a degree she's like oh you're drunk or whatever and it's clearly written in such a way that it's like this is not uncommon he's probably like either always wasted or insanely violent yeah
1: and there's like uh-huh, men are being men and he she's like oh yeah here's your pencil you keep asking for a pencil and he fucking. Stabs his pencil through her hand, and it's like visceral. Like it's just yeah. like oof. And
0: he goes, "I've always wanted to do that."
1: And then she runs off.
0: We get a little bit of a cat and mouse stalk and slash yeah. thing, and essentially, what it comes to is she's able to get out the door with the help of Mrs. Olson. But then Mrs. Olson takes the scissors that B.B. Newarth was using as a weapon and stabs her with it repeatedly. Yeah. And then she says, "I always wanted to do that." Yes. Um. So something has happened too. Dot, dot, dot. The Faculty.
1: Hey, that's the movie, bro. And then they
0: show the title. The Faculty. Hey, bro,
1: it's the Faculty.
0: I didn't hate the font.
1: No. I, I, I like the font. I actually think it's really fun. It it's also like, did you know, look
0: like a video game, but like a better video game.
1: Yes. Video game still, but better video game. I agree.
0: Um, We get these... Uh, this seems very Rodriguez. These character intros. Yes. They're like edgy fonts. Yes, yes, right? yes. So I'm going to go through them because I also realized this going through essentially all of the characters except for one who is out of place which is who you should be worried about is are the archetypes of the breakfast club right so you have Hartnett; he's wearing too many layers he's He's driving his gto hot and his stupid reverse spa. character
1: hot so hot and he plays the
0: burnout he's your jed nelson he's zeke uh we get uh casey or baby bb elijah wood he's getting his dick smashed into the flag pole. he's your
1: anthony michael hall
0: yep he's the brain uh we get clea duvall as oh. our uh our basket case yes right? uh and then sean uh is stan yep. the, the athlete yep right and then lastly you get jordana brewster as the princess or head cheerleader You're molly
1: ringwald yep
0: Uh, But also, she's a reporter in this one, so we made it more complex. Well, yes, but yeah, everybody gets a little like freeze frame with like real cool font, bro. It's
1: like a very—I remember watching. It probably was on TNT if I'm thinking about it harder. It's it's sexy. If you're like a teenager and you're watching this, you don't know anything, and your brain is applesauce. You're like, yeah, yeah, this is exciting and sexy. Ooh, ooh, look
0: at this. Well, we've now seen multiple introduction of high school life and the subcultures of high school, and this one does a, a pretty good job in the sense of like its pace and its execution.
1: Yeah, I do think it gives like, the characters, too, a little bit more breathing room and like, lets them be a little bit more than who they are. And that's kind of the basis of this film, is each character is more developed than their identity lets you think that they are.
0: Definitely more developed than, say, like Breakfast Club. Yes. Um, yeah, and we find out that... Um, oh, yeah, and then we meet newcomer Maribeth.
1: Maribeth.
0: And she is pale and blonde and very nice. Pale. and that should make that should raise your hackles. You're
1: like, oh, who is this bitch? Um,
0: we cut to the bathroom where Josh Hartnett sells fake IDs to some burnouts and a famous rapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also pretty much sells uh, like. Uppers.
1: Uppers. Yeah, they're yeah. Like basically
0: like poppers that he's selling. But they're, but in, they're pens. in pens. And he calls them scat. Don't do that, Josh. Hardin. I was like,
1: isn't scat like poo poo? poo. It's poo poo. It's poo poo. But yeah, I guess like basically he's selling like, you want to, I guess the, the like stand in for that is like cocaine or like meth or angel dust angel or something. Dust or like, yeah. I don't know,
0: like uh, poppers. They're pretty yeah, much they're like, like poppers. They could have just called them uppers. But, but it's, it's one like, of those things. Do you know
1: like they're only like $5 a pen?
0: Yeah, but here's this other that's thing. That's like pretty cheap. It's that we're dealing with. I think that's expensive.
1: No, I think that's probably pretty inexpensive. How much is he
0: paying for the caffeine pills? We're finding out. Yeah, that he but puts like, in there? if you're
1: like fucking yourself up on like shit, and you only have to pay five bucks.
0: I don't know. I don't know what inflation was like at the time.
1: That's true. Well, it's ninety nine. I'm not sure. Somebody else do the math for us.
0: Um, we cut to the faculty room. <gasps>
1: Hey, you said it again.
0: I did. Uh, I said the thing. We meet the rest of our teachers, so we meet Selma. Do painstained- we meet the
1: rest of our faculty? That's
0: right. Thank you. Selma painstained overalling doesn't hide that Hachi Machi Oh, Hayek. And they're like, she snow she she snows a lot. She sneezes a lot. She
1: sneezes a lot. She she's sick throughout nurse. this whole Do you movie. Get it? Yeah, yeah. She's
0: the nurse, but she's sick.
1: <laughs> All the time. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. Kevin
0: Williamson. That's definitely Kevin Williamson all over that well, shit. Yeah. Um,
1: Cause like her being sick has nothing to do with anything. No, it's just funny. It's just whatever. <laughs> it's <laughs> Ha-ha. So, she's a nurse, but she's always sick.
0: Uh, she's gorgeous is what so she is. She's sick oh. nasty. <sighs> Uh, John Stewart with a goatee that says he got he passed on to so play Anton Lavey in an NBC special.
1: He is so weird looking in this movie. Like it's so weird. It's so gross. I hate it. I hate him with his little goatee. Like I don't dislike place. John Stewart. I like John Stewart. You know. I think he's like attractive enough. Like, but with his goatee, I'm like, oh. Yes, ooh. that's
0: why we should like him, not because he started the Daily Show, which provided a, a rib tickling evaluation of politics at the yeah. time, um, and then we have uh him foreshadowing his death cuz he's talking to Selma Hayek or something witty banter witty banter kevin williamson dialogue where he goes oh i've stabbed myself in the
1: eye with a pen or whatever yeah that's what happens. Actually, throughout this movie, what I realized watching with a critical eye is there's a lot of foreshadowing, and a lot of the scenes are like when John Stewart's like, "Oh, I'd rather go stab myself in the eye with a pen." I was like, "Oh, hey, that's, my spoilers, that's why." Spoilers, stab in the eye
0: with a pen. Uh, uh, yeah, so this movie is shame. a little bit
1: more tongue-in-cheek than I realized when I was a teenager because my brain was applesauce.
0: That's correct. And last but not least, uh, also hardcore paint stained overalls in this one. Mommy, mommy, K Jansen as the mousy teacher. Um, she's actually exponentially more paint stained overalls. Yeah. They have her like po- staring down and wearing these Stuttering, little glasses. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, in walks uh, Mrs. Olson, uh, and she's got a glow up now.
1: Yeah. Right? And her and Robert like Patrick are lady. chugging water. They're like, bitch, I fucking love I love water. the
0: hydration I love
1: Dannon water. Ew. Dannon and Dan and- water. Do they even sell Dannon water anymore? Is that a thing?
0: They probably are like part of. In some the Midwest or something. Or something like that.
1: Probably like Nestle, maybe? maybe. But like Dannon water. Oh,
0: It was all gross. run by Mr. Rutherford Dannon, known for hunting pygmies on his resort. And cool. by pygmies, we mean small people midgets it was the 20s though oh wow um in class josh hartnett is smart but he is sassy Sassy, and he's sassing up on 5k jansen yep and that comes to something later yep. on um stan talks about quitting football to jordana brewster because he's like I, he's I don't our know, nathan yeah i don't know if this is my purpose in life i kind of want to see what i can get by on my own merits and essentially she's like you're upsetting the social order yeah um figure it out Uh, we then cut to history class and again the through line of all these movies we jump a lot around a lot but the jumping around a lot here does pay off pay off yeah
1: yeah so um, this movie as all other 2000s movie jumps around a lot but you get set up with each character so yeah. it's like jump 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 but like it's rewarding it's not like in carry two, where we're like but why
0: I wrote as much probably for this as Carrie two, but there was a payoff and the other thing too is that you're jumping around a lot because we have our breakfast club our, yeah a little you Brad have a pack.
1: lot of people in this movie even if you're looking at at, like staff and students, like there's so many good actors, there's so many people that get like a couple of minutes to really shine. And I, I do appreciate it this about that movie uh, is that like you get like kind of like to live with all these characters, you're not just like, Here's a little bit of a character, here's a little bit, you're like, I got enough, and I, I kind of know what they're about. So,
0: um, in history class, we meet Mr. Tate, um, who is the evil chief from Super Troopers, yes. and he is a raging alky um
1: yeah he's like pouring booze into his coffee like he's given up
0: you know the the sort of through line too here is that they have no budget the school is crumbling only people care about football thank god things have changed you know yeah really. and because of that a lot of them are sort of resigned to their fate
1: yeah and it's like you know it kind of speaks to like the american like uh educational system which is like we don't give a fuck about students being smart or intelligent or like being good at arts and stuff but if you're going to football that's what we care about
0: Seems like we care about profit yeah so um cleo duval clearly has <gasps> eyes for stan uh even though their child would be so translucent from how hot. pale both of them are okay
1: i was looking at that i was like both of you have like the palest skin and like all these freckles your kid would be like a leprechaun i think they'd just like the those, lucky like, charms would just
0: jump out of your couch they have one of those like uh, albino xenomorphs from alien covenant just yeah come out. um and then but cleo duval is also reading Heinlein. yeah and Mary Beth walks up to her and she's like oh hey i feel like an alien myself
1: here hint
0: Um, and then Brewster shows up and accurately heckles Clea Duvall saying she's a lesbian
1: yeah that was the thing so Jordana Brewster is a real fucking bitch in this movie yep. um and Clea Duvall is like your goth girl or whatever but I will say that like Jordana Brewster calls her like the hard d word several fucking times and like makes like lesbian jokes and like this is so accurate for that time like I remember you're being, telling
0: me people weren't understanding of your feelings or thoughts no
1: uh, I remember being in high school and even like middle school and girls would call me the hard D-word be like, oh you D-word like Satanist you bitch.
0: Satanic. And like lesbian
1: Teachers are like here and they'd be like, Meh, whatever, we don't care. What do you mean that they weren't all for Pride Month? No. Uh most teachers were fucking assholes and we're fucking the students. So who knows? So uh
0: everyone's out, you know, eating lunch or whatever, and that's actually when Mary Beth talks to Cleo Duvall, who's yeah. reading like old sci-fi which comes to play, and we cut to baby Elijah. He's eating lunch alone on the bleachers. Yeah. And he finds this, like, little carapace, like, pretty much like yeah. a... What looks like a cicada. Yeah. Um, And Robert Patrick shows up, and he's like, there's plenty of places to run, boy. Something along those lines. He's great. Uh, but uh, Elijah Wood runs off, you know? Yeah. And we... Cut to Clear Duvall. She's walking around and seeing that some of the faculty, there it is again. There it is again. Um, are looking weird. Weirdos, mister. And the, th- the other element we see here is that over time, as the body snatchers, spoiler alert, thing happens, all of our main cast are the people that notice that yeah you know they're not part of the herd yes they're unique they're the weirdos mister yes um elijah brings the weird thing into science class which is run by um, john stewart john stewart (laughs) and (laughs)
1: this is a big science room though even though their science program i I assume it's shit because the school doesn't have funding it's a pretty big science room
0: well you know it's also still a big budgie movie well yeah um Mary Beth keeps engaging Cleo Duvall. Like, she's not letting this go.
1: Yeah,
0: um, because, And again, her non-judgmental desire to get to know people should be a red flag. It should be. Uh, but we find out that Cleo Duvall isn't a lesbian. She just uses that as a barrier to keep from dealing with people's shit.
1: Yeah, I understand that. Like, Clea Duvall's character, I think there's a little bit of stuff that I don't agree with with, like, her character, um, whatever. But I think as a whole, like, she was a character I related to. She was, like, kind of gothy. But she was like, no, but I like, I like the jock guy. And, like, I have more interest than just, like, wearing black clothing. And I'm more than, she's, like, a transformer, more than meets eye. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Megatron! Uh, but I think, you know, her character I really related to. And did I have a huge crush and still have a huge crush on her? Yes. So.
0: Coronation Starscream, this is bad comedy.
1: I don't, I don't know what that means. It's from
0: Transformers, the movie. It's the part where Galvatron shows up and Starscream is being crowned King Starscream. Cool. Um, Jon Stewart looks at the specimen. So scary. And he notes that it has cephalopod characteristics, so like an octopus. Yeah. Um, but that would be impossible given, I think they're in Ohio. Yes. Um, and then we find out that He's, like, touching the tissue, and it's, like, a muscular tissue on yes. the side. And he says, this doesn't seem like something you'd find in a cephalopod. So, Josh Hartnett also knows science stuff because he's the MacGuffin burnout character mm-hmm. who's smart. Um, I, oh, yeah, that's how, what I called him. I said he's goodwill hunting by way of Blink-182.
1: More, like, by way of... rant. Um,
0: not rancid.
1: Not rancid. He's, like, a little bit more, like, Pantera-y, maybe. No, no, I think,
0: actually, the, the most obvious one would be Offspring. He's... he's you think? Yeah, maybe. Um. Anyway, so uh we get a fun joke from Don- John Stewart where he's like, "Oh, uh maybe by discovering this, we'll get some grant money. Don't tell anybody, because again, that's the whole funding of school yeah. kind of thing." Rodriguez is really like, it's not Rodriguez. The writers were really like focused on this, which yes. I think is interesting. Um. Anyway, water gets spilled on the specimen mistakenly because they're looking at it under a microscope, and it does a little <laughs> and they're like, okay. So, so it, they throw it in their little aquarium yep. and it essentially turns into like a mix between like a jellyfish and a xenomorph Yes, because it has these long tendrils yeah. that can like grab stuff and assimilate it. And then it has the little uh, xenomorph mouth.
1: It's really cool. Actually, the CGI in this movie, the uh, spoilers is bad shit. Horrible. Like it's laughably bad. Like, but just, just look past that guys. just, just look past that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and we find out that it can also bud, like it can multiply on its yeah. own.
1: Yeah, well, because he tries to, I think, catch it in the aquarium, and he's like, oh, I'm trying to feel like it's skeletal muscle mass now, because it's in water, it changed, like, because it kind of yeah. adapted, and he goes to grab it and it splits into two, so it's a parasite. Wasn't that, like, his thing? It was like, oh, it splits up?
0: Um, I think we... You're think, the
1: scientist here, I just deal with law, please explain I don't us. know that
0: he knows that it's a parasite at this time. Oh, okay, But it does have the ability to multiply it needs aquatic conditions yeah that's what we know um we cut to stan and he's like robert pep pep i'm leaving the team and robert pep is like whatever you want baby
1: and we're like oh that's interesting because like in the scene before robert patrick was like i'm gonna rip your about dick off to like beat up a bunch of children like yeah. dan scott from one tree hill <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, in the locker room, uh, Usher is bullying Elijah Wood. Yep. And then um, they're all going, finishing up like the gym class and they're all going to the showers yeah. or whatever. And uh, Stan goes to shower and runs into Miss Brummel, who's the extremely old, old teacher, teacher. Yeah. And she has fallen apart and he de-scalps her. Well,
1: that was actually, yet again, so this movie has horrible CGI, but it has some great practical effects. When they show the
0: practical stuff.
1: And this is one of them. So when Stan's in the shower, he's got, like, soap on his face. Like, it's your classic setup. He's like, in the shower, you can't see. anything. Elijah Wood's character came into the showers, because that's who he last saw in the locker rooms. And he's like, oh, Casey, is that you? And we see, like, these gnarly feet and weird stuff. And we're like, oh, it must be the monster. Those feet are gross. It is, they are gross. They're a little knobbly. Uh, Robert, uh, Tarantino was not a fan of those feet. Um, no. So, like, she, like woggles in there or whatever and we're like oh this must be the monster it has to be a monster and then it just turns out to be as miss brummel who's of, she's no, like no.
0: oh i'm i'm I, I need water i can't do this or something along those lines or right? like
1: i need water i'm like dehydrated and then a
0: part of her scalp falls off it's awesome. pretty cool Very like cool. yeah
1: it's so it's like bizarre and shocking and and
0: then mrs Olson's like yeah it's cancer go home
1: yeah, I've had three people in my immediate family die of cancer. None of their scalps fell off.
0: They don't do a, ph- a phantasm, too, when they no. have cancer. Um, outside, Robert Pep Pep uh, is like go- ger- like full Girls Gone Wild. He's just standing there being soaked by sprinklers. Yeah. Um, and we cut to Hartnett selling Scream Queen nudity. We get Nev Campbell yeah. and uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah. name drops. He's like, yeah, they're full nude in these VHS tapes. No, they aren't. They aren't. Um, 10K Jansen confronts Hartnett. And this was this feels like this is the pre-Kevin Williamson writing. Because this is a real like mean scene. Where yeah. he's like, oh, you want some X-Lax? Or you want these cherry-flavored condoms? And she's like... She basically literally... Well, she doesn't basically. She literally says, so fucked up. that Because he, he's talking to her like she's garbage. Well, it's
1: also... So, it is me because Josh Hartin is kind of a, a fucking prick, you know? Yeah. And this teacher's like, hey, you can't sell, like, your own personal, like, tapes or whatever. Because she knows that he's, like, selling drugs and sure. other stuff. And she's like, hey, man, like, you can't freaking do this. And he's, like, very intimidating and, like, very scary. And, like, it's really interesting, though, because, like, the thing that stuck with me was, like, he was like, oh, do you want some cherry-flavored condoms? Do you remember when condoms were, like, yes. flavored and everybody was like, oh, it tastes like pineapple? Ugh. It's like... That was such a thing. I don't know if that does exist or. I think I'm sure. It I'm does, sure it probably yeah. exists, but like that shit is so fucking gross. Like that is a yeast infection waiting to happen. I know this supposed to be for blowies, but like
0: a banana flavored yeast infection. Save
1: yourself the money and go buy regular condoms, people. Just buy regular condoms. It doesn't taste any better. Just buy regular condoms. I'm going to start
0: an Olive Garden brand condom. Pretzel flavor. Yeah, it's going to be like lasagna flavor. Ooh. Uh, what is it? trio of Italy flavor? I told
1: you, you can't not, they can't stop you from getting three chicken parms in the tour of Italy. You can get three chicken parms. Thank you, Liz
0: Lemon. Um, but yeah... It's a really dark scene, and essentially, what it's supposed to show us is that Hartnett is definitely a bad boy, a bad boy but he's also um, clearly dealing with like, a lot of issues, yeah. and she brings up to him, she says, like, if you had applied yourself as much as you do with this bullshit, you probably wouldn't have had to repeat well, he, senior like, year. Well, yeah, the thing
1: was, like, he repeats senior year, and you're like, oh, but, he's like... he's John Bender. Yeah. Like, he's this actually-
0: is what you get for spilling paint in the garage! Hey, cool, man. It's a cool Morbid Angel album that my dad got for me. He wanted me to spill paint in the garage.
1: Nice. Cool. Go on.
0: Gateways to Annihilation.
1: Hey, annihilate that ass. Uh,
0: Jordana Brewster and Elijah Wood are hanging out, and she calls him the geeky Stephen King kid. Meta, meta, meta. Um, There's some meta parts of this, honestly, that I think accomplish things better than the later... Uh, scream sequence.
1: I would agree, yes.
0: Um, There's some real... Like, some of the Williamson stuff, you can tell it's Williamson stuff. Some of the stuff is... I, I think, pretty competently written.
1: I do think this movie's actually competently written, especially if you're looking at new screen. Scream Now is just a fucking joke. Like, we didn't even get through, what, six? Is that what oh, we're on? Oh, I got through six. I didn't. I fell asleep. In and,
0: agony. And I was just like,
1: fuck you. Even Lance from the other two being in it and being so fucking hot. Yeah, I would eat the peanuts out of his poo-poo. I would, too. Uh, I couldn't stay awake for that movie, so go on. But, yeah, they... so.
0: Jordana Brewster is the writer for the school paper, and Elijah Wood is the photographer. So yes. they sneak into the teachers' lounge to dig up dirt. We find out that like that Alki professor, they they revealed his alcoholism. Blah Last blah year, blah. They're like nobody marriage. cares. Um, and they hide in the closet because Robert Patrick and Mrs. Olson come in and they're discussing. Uh. Mrs. Brummel dying because yeah. her body was incompatible with the needs of these creatures.
1: These creatures, yeah. These creatures. these creatures.
0: Um, And then they make a comment about like, oh, the climate makes the organisms impulsive to explain that they get to, like, eat scenery in yeah, the scenes. Yeah, yeah, Which is fine. I love that. I, I love, love that they're it. like, oh...
1: This movie actually does a pretty good job of, like, having all these little throwaway lines sure. of, like, this is why these things happen, okay? So we've explained it. It actually does a very good job of explaining the movie. There are parts later on down the line where it's, like, dumbed down for the dum-dums in the audience just giving handies and not paying yeah, attention. there
0: are, like, two or... Th- there are two, I think obvious exposition scenes where they're like you obviously haven't been paying attention here's all the things that have happened and why they happened yeah but if you're paying attention you don't need those scenes because through secondary dialogue you find out everything that you need
1: yes but anyways
0: Um, anyway selma hayek walks in and um they assimilate her by having i think robert patrick like shoots a parasite out of his mouth into her ear
1: yeah it's really gross he like basically attacks her on the Couch in the teachers' lounge and like sticks his tongue in her ear, but it's like the parasite and yeah. uh, Georgiana Brewster and little Elijah are in the Freak out. like or in the closet, but Mrs. Brummel's body's in there and it falls on them. Now Mrs. Brummel in the closet. <laughs> now Tom Cruise is in the closet.
0: Um, yeah, and and her decaying body falls into the closet, so they jump out of the closet.
1: He stabs him in the stomach with like a, a broom handle he or something. Him, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And then they they evade Which, the teachers, um, but. Principal Drake appears in the hallway, and it's clear that the faculty (gasps) dot, 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 are now aliens. (gasps) Yeah. Um, And then in a move that is stupid because the characters do a lot of smart things yeah but then in a move that makes no sense Elijah was like I'm gonna go back there with my parents and we will show the dead body that they would have never have moved
1: well yeah like so Elijah goes back to his house because like so him and Jordana Brewster run away because they're like oh my god aliens but he slips and falls and Jordana Brewster just keeps running for dead she leaves him for dead uh, she's kind of a bitch Um, and Elijah like I guess runs back to his house or whatever and he tells his dad Shooter McGavin and his mom some other lady he's like yo our fucking teachers fucking killed this other teacher and she's fucking or dead. Or he found her body. Or he found her body. Like some weird fucking shit's happening. And so he drags his parents, Shooter McGowan and the lady, to the high school and is like, hey, her freaking body is in this closet. Which is like, if you were like just a little bit smart, don't you think they would have like removed that body?
0: Given how smart they sometimes act or most of the time act, yeah, they shouldn't have done this. Or but essentially Elijah Wood is like, yeah, okay, the body's in here, and then the faculty humiliates him by putting a CPR doll in yeah, there. Yeah, they're like, it's like,
1: Resuscitation Annie.
0: Oh, your 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 son, oh, he might need some help. And uh, they do try to assimilate his parents, yeah. but he saves them by basically yeah. going like, yeah, yeah, I'll see a psychologist. Yeah, no more Marilyn Manson. Got well, this
1: kind of touches upon that thing in the 90s where all parents are like, oh, my kid's fucked up. I need to get them therapy because they're like underachievers. Yeah. And it's like...
0: Well, because because shooter mcgavin's like i oh i hate my gay smart son i want a big slab of stinky beef man who can murder hump other men on the green field daddy oh yeah
1: elijah's coded as like you know kind of a soft boy you know he's a nerd he's a nerd he's the stephen
0: king nerdy kid and of
1: course shooter mcgavin wants like you know the football son so
0: yeah well they go back to baby Elijah's house yep. and his parents are like, we're going to find all the electrical lettuce you've been smoking and we're going to find all your porno magazines. Well, that's like a
1: very like realized thing too at this time is like parents being like, Oh, you screwed up. So I'm going to punish you. So they take his phone, his internet, his porno, his like other stuff. And they're like, Oh, you're getting punished for being weird. And it's like, that was such a nineties. Like, well, boomer parent thing was like, what? I remember like there was this what? one girl and she was very depressed and suicidal and like tried to commit suicide, didn't work like because she was like 13, 14, whatever. And her mom got so mad at her that she broke all of her CDs and ripped apart all of her clothes and threw them away.
0: Suicidal tendencies.
1: And it's just like, that's what boomer parents did. It's like, why are boomers awful parents? Because this is shit they do. Be like, oh, your kid's clearly like struggling, going through something instead of being supportive. They're like, how can I punish you and make you feel really terrible about everything?
0: Well, I never had to deal with that.
1: No, no, your parents are super nice. Uh,
0: we get a little bit of like a, uh, it's not really a jump scare. It's kind of like a, 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 a spooky jumpy, a spooko McJumpo, because Elijah Wood tries to sneak out. He sees the faculty standing out the, outside his house, he Michael Myers eats style, shit. eats shit, and then they're not there. Yeah. And that's it. It's kind of a scene that doesn't need to be there. Those
1: scenes with his parents at his house all feel like they could be cut. Do you know what I they mean? Could be. I, I just like—I'm not sure why those scenes are in there. I guess maybe they want to establish that they like are going to get to the parents well, too. I, it's I, a bigger I operation. Think, I don't know. It's just weird. I think at the end of the
0: day, if we ha- have to pick a main character, it's supposed to be Elijah Wood or Casey, yeah. right? Because we find out about his home life. They do. The other characters talk about their home lives. But we don't get as much. And in the climax, he fights the monster. Yeah. So I guess right? Casey
1: is our main star. Elijah Woods are main stars. Yeah, so yeah, and
0: then next day at school, we get to hear the uh, Creed cover of I'm 18. Woo! Uh,
1: ben was very mad.
0: <laughs> Jesse, insert the part where he says, Jesus wept here. Uh, we cut to more people uh, in the school are now aliens. Aliens! And people in the school are being called in in groups periodically, yeah. so they can be alienified. Uh, and again... This is a film in the proud body snatcher tradition. They're going to talk about that. But uh, there's, you know, tons of movies that this borrows from. Uh, there's references. We'll talk about it in, in the moment. But Life Force, Invaders from Mars, obviously the body snatcher films, uh, The Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Rodriguez is like uh, beloved of those classic yeah. horror films. So it all seeps in and yeah. he has some explicit scenes that are referenced.
1: That's like the thing is like Rodriguez. It's like doesn't, Tarantino. Rodriguez, he doesn't do
0: it as well. Uh, that's
1: what I was about to say before you cut me off was that Rodriguez does not do Tarantino as well. Tarantino, you will watch it and you'll be like, this is fucking great. And if you know those films, you'll be like, oh, I see. But he's not as ham handed about it. You know what I mean? And Rodriguez is a little bit more like, hey, 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 have you ever seen the thing? And you're like. Yeah, I've seen the thing. He's like, "But wait, look at this thing that I did." And you're like, "Yeah, I get it, Robert. Thank you so much." But well,
0: what if he was prosciutto handed?
1: Ooh. What if he was pastrami prosciutto? Prosciutto is so good.
0: Well, you can't have it more. You'll I don't
1: need any more now. Uh, it was very good. In the good faculty thing. lounge.
0: Women be hydrating. But no coffee, Hammond.
1: No coffee. Well that was like the that's like this movie is stylistically interesting because like they're showing that the aliens have assimilated all these staff members. So like they're not drinking alcohol, they're not drinking coffee, those are all diuretics, obviously. Um so they're just chugging that fucking dan in water.
0: In class, Mary Beth forces a meat cute between uh, Stan and Cleo Duvall.
1: I know. Which also doesn't make
0: sense. Given no, it doesn't her make any goals, sense. No. Um But uh, Stan's like, I worked hard for that D. I deserve that D.
1: Well, yeah. So Stan's he's not
0: talking about Weenie.
1: Uh, Stan's talking to Clea Duvall about, like, oh, I quit the football team. Cause she was asking him, she was like, oh, like, are you excited about the football game? And he's like, oh, you follow football, like, our team? And she's like, oh, like, I follow it, which I thought was cute. Cause most people were like, oh, that goth girl wouldn't do that. But like, as a goth girl who loved baseball and followed it very closely, like, I, like I said, I relate to this character. And she likes Stan the jock. And she's like, trying to talk to him. And he's like, oh, like, I love football. Like, I want to see who I am without people. Just loving me for being a football player. That's
0: nice. Yeah, he feels love in his heart.
1: Yeah, it's very cute. Like it's not the most complex scene of breaking
0: down the walls of his homophobia.
1: Um, but it is like it's very sweet, and for like a high school movie, I I think it's done well. so Um,
0: they're in history with Mr. Tate, and he does a bit where he has everybody write down their family members, and I I guess to so that they can all be assimilated. Assimilated, but this reminds me of the scene in The Simpsons where they're eating all the kids or whatever. Yeah. Uh, hardcore that treehouse of horror she is. Mm. Uh, Hartnett is like ag- aggressively flirting with Mary Beth. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "You want some snort sticks, bitch?" And she's upset about those. Yes. Important for later.
1: Important for later.
0: Um. Although, why would she know what was in them?
1: No, she wouldn't.
0: Um. And I caught with my little eye. I spied with my little eye, uh, that there were kids playing with the Game Boy Link Cable.
1: You literally made me stop this movie twice at this scene so you could rewind, and you were like, that's the Game Boy Link Cable. This is just about Game Boy. And I was like, I love you so much, but also you're a Dorcas.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it used to be not just for the Pokemons. You did it for all sorts of games. Yeah. That you could play multiplayer. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So cool. Um, and then, yeah, we get like, the characters start to converge, our main characters start to converge because again it's that breakfast club. Yeah. Thing, right. Uh the kids aren't okay. <laughs> uh and then we find out that the uh rapist And his burnout friend want more drugs from Josh Hartnett. And they're like, Josh Hartnett, we want drugs. And he's like, all right, here's more drugs. And they're like, we want all the drugs. And he's like, oh, I'm a suspicioso. Yeah,
1: because it gets weird because they're like, oh, do you have any more like scat? And he's like, oh, yeah. And they're like, can we buy all of it? And he's like, oh, sorry. That's that's all I have.
0: So, yeah, he's like
1: kind of suspicious and like not because like they're aliens or anything he's just like oh this is weird like why would these kids want to buy all these drugs everyone's changing yeah everybody's getting weird
0: famke jansen who's become a 12 out of 10 horny mommy who i want to step on my balls
1: she is hot
0: and she talks about like jamming her foot up his ass so far that he's tasting her toes and i was like i'll taste your toes i'll taste your toes um let's see uh stokely is talking to Elijah Wood in the library where yeah. they had a little uh, standee of all the paperbacks. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah.
0: And you were like, look at those paperbacks. Yeah, they were like, like, mommy. In the
1: library and there's like a whole like little rounder of paperbacks. I was like, Ben, don't
0: look. And Stokely starts dropping the P word, pod people. Pod people. Because uh, she's our about, sci-fi freak. Yeah, they're talking about like Heinlein and the puppet masters, uh, obey your hamsters.
1: Obey your hamsters!
0: And they do the whole, like, nerd dissection, which is, this is, in the same way that Tarantino will do a scene and have his characters sit down and talk about the history of something because Tarantino thinks that's interesting, now it's these two characters talking about the history of body snatcher sci-fi.
1: Yet again, Tarantino does it better. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, and I think... We're a little old because we're like, oh, I get it. Like, I know all these things. But I think if you're somebody younger or you're not that well-versed in horror, I think this is, like, a great little tool for you to be like, oh, I know what's going on here. And it also gives you, like, things to look up after the movie. And you're like, oh, I get this movie more now because of these other movies. So I think it's a great little introductory tool for people. And I think this is, like,
0: very specifically, I think this is where Rodriguez shows, like, how much he likes Tarantino. Yeah. Because a lot of Tarantino movies in between like action set pieces and stuff like that is literally famous actors sitting down and talking about things that Tarantino thinks is interesting. Yeah. So they talk about like ancient aliens and they talk about uh, the perfect way of concealing aliens would be to like uh, release them in like alien movies so that people are subdued by that and don't actually believe in aliens. We get some real, like we took some bong rips, we watched some twilight zone. Here's what we're talking about late at night kind of stuff. Um, so Cleo Duval, Stan, Elijah, and Jordana Brewstey they converge at the bio lab where now the specimen that was in the aquarium is missing.
1: Missing!
0: And next door in the chem lab closet, um, Josh Hartnett starts gathering supplies to make more scat. Yeah. Because he subconsciously knows he'll need it for the third act. Yes. And some of the second act. And... They they kiss. Jesus wet. Him and Mary Beth are sucking fucking face.
1: <laughs> and who wouldn't want
0: to be smooching up on that baby Hartnett face?
1: Oh, I do. Uh,
0: yeah, and uh, Hartnett hears the rest of the gang through the vents, and he heckles Casey. He's like, oh, no, the aliens got me. No, they didn't. Uh-huh. Enter Jon Stewart. And his weird goatee and uh, Stewart tries to stop Stewart? the kids essentially from leaving. At first, Josh Hartnett's like, Yeah, Casey thinks that you guys are all aliens, isn't that fucking stupid? And Josh Stewart is like, Yes, that is stupid, ha
1: ha ha. ha. And they like lowers the blind to like the door, and, and you're just like, Oh. Yeah, so he starts to
0: fra them all over the place. Yeah. And they chop off his fingies, which I always thought about this as a kid. I was like, oh, if if, it was like a crazy situation or monsties or zombies, because it's the big paper cutting thing. Yes.
1: Okay, so I used to have one of those big paper cutter things at the old office uh, where David and I worked. And I would like have to cut paper all the time. And it like scared me because I was like, oh my God, like what if somebody like ripped this off and just like try to kill me with it. So.
0: It's like a little machete.
1: Yeah, it's like a machete. Yeah,
0: he cuts off Jon Stewart's fingies and terrible CGI fingies like...
1: Become little aliens. Yeah, they like
0: run around on the ground, yeah! and he has those same kind of red tendrils that were on the specimen yeah. come out of his fingies again. Very bad CGI. Very bad. Uh, but then he gets stabbed in the eyes with that drugalo pen. Yeah, with the drug pen, and a bunch of foam and stuff comes out. He melts. And he melts. Yeah, it's pretty. Or his cool. face is. His, his
1: face kind of yeah. like goes, bleh, 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 bleh. which is pretty cool. Yeah, and it kills him. It's pretty cool.
0: Uh, and. The gang escapes, and they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. So they're walking through the hallways of a bunch of complacent, well-hydrated, and articulate students. hmm They are not doing it for the Nookie anymore. No. This school is no longer doing it for the Nookie.
1: They're now aliens.
0: Um... They try to leave town, essentially, but they can't leave town because it's been cordoned off Yep, because you need that as a plot point. Otherwise, you get into the weeds of like, well, how far does the alien invasion stretch?
1: Now you you become us and it sucks ass.
0: Yeah. Um, That's the Ben rant. It's like, well, you have to have the thing where the the town is cordoned off and the aliens want to take over that whole area before expanding because then you deal with the whole Issue of well, how far along do the aliens go? Do they spread to other towns? Which is weird because towards the end, when they have the football game, they're giving the little aliens to other people. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the thing with like body snatchers from the seventies. When you watch it, you're like, well, how big is this operation? Like they yeah. took over this town. Yeah. Um, Hartnett takes them back to his house where he's a little druggy Bill Nye. Um, he has a
1: cool little science lab.
0: Yeah, and we find out that he makes his fucking Yayo. Out of uh, caffeine pills, along with other household chemicals.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's supposed to mean like baking soda? Question mark. I don't. I like. I don't do real drugs because I'm like one of those people who's always like assumed if I did real drugs, I would be like I can fly and like jump out a window and die. So like, I don't do hard drugs because they scare me. Like all I do is PCP. Um, but like he's like making like scat, quote unquote, uh, in his like lab. And I'm just like, no, I don't want that. Like, yeah, ew. Just a little bit of
0: bleachy. It'll clean your body out.
1: Oh, the bleach will make me better? Thanks, Republicans.
0: We're bleach, and water is bleach.
1: So drink the bleach!
0: Metalocalypse.
1: Nice. Um, his
0: little ratty Oscar Aww. ends up being our R. model R. because we need the scene in Aliens yeah. where Bishop does the surgery on the dead facehugger. Yep. We need the scene in Alien where they're doing the, the vivisection of the guy with the face hugger. And we need the scene where um, Diabetes does the surgery on the weird mutilated burnt body yeah. that became the thing. Yeah. Uh, because we're homaging all of that. Here. Yes. So essentially, they take one of these little alien carapace dudes. Uh, they put it... Oh, because one flew out of John Stewart's mouth. Yeah. And Elijah would grabbed it. And they put it on the little ratty. Mm-hmm. And it... Aww goes into the ratty yeah and then the ratty gets real thirsty and then they cut open the ratty and we find out that um it's essentially drying him out
1: yeah so basically the little monster guys they take all the moisture so they need moisture that's like the big thing because they're aquatic animals yeah they're aquatic aquatic animals but they're parasites that we discovered that they need a host that this is not like, if you could kill the master, I guess, or the queen. Well, we get to that, yeah. yeah.
0: Because we also find out that the reason why they were able to kill Jon Stewart with the the yayo pen is caffeine is a diuretic, so it pulls water from you, so that's why it killed him. All so, right.
1: you would always know if I was an alien or not, Sweet Pea, because I'd be like, oh, coffee? I don't want coffee. And you'd be like, she's an alien. Kill her now.
0: And I forgot, was it, is it Heinlein that wrote the Highland wrote The Puppet Masters. I think so, yes. And Rodriguez clearly has a fucking hard-on for yeah, the Puppet Yeah, he has, like, masters, a big hard-on. And, and this is supposed to be more accurate to that, I think. Yes. So, Clea Duvall says, well, if it's like the book The Puppet Masters, Obey your hamster!
1: Hamsters! Hamsters! Then
0: you'd have to kill the master alien to, to save the rest of yeah. them. Yeah. Which is the same thing as, like, kill the master vampire. Yeah. But also that means that they pretty much killed Jon Stewart
1: yeah and
0: he's not coming back.
1: whoops a poodle
0: uh and they that's their plan, right? They're going to take a bunch of this gak, and they're going to use it to stop drugs sorry stop. scat
1: it's yeah. called scat
0: Well Gak is what I call it scat
1: play. Oh.
0: Um, then because we have to do another homage scene, we have the, who do I trust Mm -hmm. petri dish scene from the thing, but we're doing it with the scat. Yeah. So everybody is supposed to take a a pen and snort it so we can find out
1: Who who the alien is. Right.
0: Um, and we find out that like. It's, it's also like a reefer madness type scene because they're all like laughing and tripping balls. Well, and that's stuff. the thing is like, and so they
1: like snort these pens full of caffeine pills and like other shit or whatever. It's like not like explained upon. Um, but they're like, ha, ha, and like Casey, uh, little Elijah is tweaking as they say. And I'm like, would you get that
0: high? Well, it depends on what else he's putting in there.
1: I guess so. But like. The
0: point is it's supposed to be the big drug scene. Yeah. Right? They're getting crazy off drugs, which is supposed to throw you off of, like, the, the trail of the mood that we're going for, yeah. because blammo, Jordana Brewster's an alien, <gasps> because oh she doesn't distort the pen, and we saw all these little parasites rolling around under her skin.
1: It's not the best CGI, but not the worst CGI in this movie.
0: But that's another movie that this movie borrows from, which is Night of the Creeps. Yes,
1: it's very Night of the Creeps.
0: The Our little breakfast club gang head back to the football field, where we get yet another edgy anti-americana football game scene <sighs> of like jock hyperviolence wh- where we get a little bit of that pink floyd well that's cover like of the, the big thing
1: is so they're like oh okay Jordan Brewster you're a fucking alien but she's not like queen alien like it's not her we know that they're like where is like the head alien and they're like well if we were head alien where would we go and they're like oh where's the most popular place in this town on a Friday night and they're like oh the football game because it's like they're a big football game against like their rival whatever ex-school and uh Cincinnati diddlers the Cincinnati diddlers and they're like okay like Danny Masterson
0: actually is being recruited by them
1: I figured (laughs) Um, So they go back to the school and they're like, okay, like we're going to find the head queen. We think it's uh, Principal Drake because, you know, she's the principal. So it must be her.
0: So this scene serves two purposes. One, they're like, okay, it has to be Principal Drake. She's there. Two it's a it's an opportunity for the aliens to spread their alien stuff so yeah so they start
1: like tackling the opposing football team and giving like giving
0: them little boogs in their and mouth. give them little boogs in their mouth and this is where you get robert patrick eating scenery oh my gosh because he's he so went good from being a screaming dude to just being really happy and content about this violence so he has this like shit eating grin he's
1: so good in these scenes so he stopped a couple of times one for ben to take notes but two just to like look at robert patrick's face and he's like so happy and all of these scenes like he like literally gives it a thousand percent like Please. you know what i mean like he's so great in when
0: you post about listening to this episode and you should um you should post pictures of robert patrick's face from these scenes
1: it's so great but um
0: it's also a great indoctrination though of this whole like football culture insanity where it's like this is my team that needs to kill the other well team. i think
1: that's why i could never get into friday night lights like don't don't come at me people because the head coach i don't
0: think this this uh, crowd is going to come at okay. you for not liking Friday Night Lights. But the
1: coach, whatever his name is, he is hot. But anyways... He was uh, in Godzilla. Godzilla! Ella, Ella! Um But, like, I could never get into that show because I was like, no, I don't need to, like... Be indoctrinated to like a football thing. I fucking get it. Football's big and they're all fucking rapists. So, like, could we just not?
0: If I'm gonna be part of a cult, it's gonna be one where they're sexy, sexy fucking.
1: Okay, my cult's gonna be like very like equality based. You know what I mean? But also fucking. Well, everyone's gonna be fucking. And pentagrams. Well, duh. And cool robes. Duh. And, and not so much head trauma. Ooh, just a little it, bit of head and trauma. And tasty
0: sandwiches on <gasps> ciabatta.
1: Oh my God, a good ooh, sandwich. and a good potato salad. I would join the sandwich cult. Yeah, a good sandwich and a good potato salad. Like, a, ooh, a good pasta salad. Mm. Mm.
0: Uh, they head to the old gym, or it's their regular gym. I think it's, it's just their regular gym. Uh, and Principal Drake finds them. And we get some more like, is she an alien? Is she not an alien? It ultimately culminates with... Hartnett's shooting her in the head and they go like, oh, I fuck. I think we killed the principal for no reason. But then this seems a little silly, too, because we know she's an alien. Yeah, we
1: know she's an alien. We know
0: as the as the viewers. And then tendrils come out of her head. And that also, you know, because we know it deflates the tension. Yeah, Um, Tendrils like fly out of her head and cleverly Mary Beth uses the rest of the scat that they made. She pours all of it on the principal who dissolves. Yes. So the principal's definitely dead also.
1: But like, just spoilers, end credits, they're all still alive.
0: Not the principal.
1: Yeah, I think she is. No. I think so. They,
0: in the end, that's just like a little sizzle reel of all of them from the movie. And they say in the uh, article that there are missing faculty.
1: Oh, never mind. Just kidding. There is a
0: joke at the very end of John Stewart With wearing- With the eye patch, An eye patch and bandages on all his yeah. fingers. But okay. No, Go on. They, the ones that are dead are dead. Okay, got it. Um, I forgot that. So they now think that they've killed the alien queen. Eh. Uh, #Hashtag aliens, and so Stan goes out to see if it, it happened because the football game has ended in the time that they were and raining. Right, that's important. Uh, and he runs. Oh, but first he smooches up on Clea Duvall. No, Clea
1: Duvall, Like, okay, so cl- the whole baseline is like Clea Devall. Throughout this whole movie, is like Stan is so hot. I love Stan. Like, so hot, so but hot. She's so
0: shy, but she's so
1: shy. And Stan's like, well, I'm gonna run out to Robert Patrick to see if he's still like a fucking alien, because like we know that they're all aliens. But if we kill the queen, then they'll be fine. And he goes, he's like, I'm gonna like sacrifice myself, run out there because they're all hiding in the school. And Clea Duvall grabs him before he runs, and she's like, I just wanted to make sure I like kissed you before like you know in case like something happened and it's like because he's being brave he's being really brave but it's also really cute and like I actually like them together like Clea Duvall and Stan like I think they're very cute even
0: though they would have weird translucent weird
1: translucent freckled babies that had like zero tolerance Stan runs out
0: and we get the trailer made moment where he runs up to all the football players including Robert Patrick and it's pouring rain and they're all translucent with their little tendrils coming out and when the lightning strikes you get to see that yeah and um CGI not great but you can tell that they were like this is it this is a trailer moment yes
1: well that was like a big trailer moment that and when Josh Hartner rips off like the paper cutting thing those are like both big trailer moments Yeah. yeah
0: Um Stan runs back to them and is like, "Hey, you got to let me in. They're coming after me. The aliens are still there." And we get another the thing is yeah. he, is he an alien or not? And Josh Hartnett, uh under the door slides the last pen yeah. of, of uh um, scat. scat but he pours it out cuz he's an alien.
1: Ah! No. And cleanable's devastated. And
0: this is our first of I think maybe three speeches that we get from the aliens where they're like, blah blah blah, conformity is bliss, blah, 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 utopia. Yeah. We get it. Whatever. Um The remaining group of our Utes, uh, they next theorize that okay, it's gotta be Robert Patrick. Yeah. Right. Uh, which we as the as the viewers know is not true because we saw the beginning of the movie yes. where Robert Patrick was attacked by an unseen figure. Figure. Um But they need supplies to make more scat, and those supplies are in Josh Hartnett's GTO. Yes. So that uh, Elijah Wood and Josh Hartnett run off ah, uh, past the, the football, football, players. football players who are coming after them through like a sort of. Uh, uh parking lot maze yeah right
1: it's 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 an interesting scene i don't know what's akin to but like i feel i've seen scenes like it's like a
0: stalking scene yeah
1: it's just like your classic stalkery scene
0: who's who's gonna make it who's not gonna make it right so they get separated because pretty much josh hartnett pushes elijah wood into the open elijah wood tries to evade the uh football players and runs into a bus yes jordana brewster appears and says uh horny coated stuff yeah but also essentially the same like Oh, it will be bliss because, no, you won't be a loser. You'll be cool and the same as everyone else. Um, But he's able to evade them. Yeah. And Josh Hartnett gets to his car, opens the trunk. And he's got a bunch of scat. realize that Famke Jansen is there. Yep. And she is horny. Oh, I'm so horny. Uh, So we get... uh, School parking lot stalking, foo. A horny Jordana Brewster, foo. Famke Jansen Superman exploding through an exploding car, foo. Yes. Because Josh Hartnett is driving the car and she jumps through the car window and is trying to get him. And they crash into part of a school bus and she fucking for her the doll of Famke Jansen. Very obviously a doll, but still entertaining. Explosively frobogas through the windshield.
1: As somebody who's been thrown through a windshield, this We didn't seem- know, we know. This didn't really f- speak to me as somebody who's actually been thrown through a windshield, but I guess for the movie's sake, it makes sense.
0: And because we need to have another thing homage, we get the you've got to be fucking kidding me spider head scene, but now it's a Femke Jansen squid head. Well,
1: yeah, it's Femke Jansen's head fell off and it's in the parking lot. And it starts like crawling away and her body's like wandering around. I heard like comparisons to, um, reanimator.
0: Yeah. Reanimator. The thing kind of reminded me a little bit of Mars attacks.
1: Actually, it gave me a lot of Mars attacks vibes.
0: Um, in the gym, are in left, the gym, uh, Clea Duvall and Mary Beth. Ooh, and I'd watch that. They're theorizing who the killer is, and Mary Beth goes straight into her, her alien James Bond villain monologue, where she talks about uh wiping away the friction of the human spirit, essentially, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. saying that. Which there the one issue with this, if you really dig in on it, is then why would she organize a meet cute between him and Stan? Why is she interested in um? Josh Hartnett's defiance. Yeah. Like, if her ultimate goal as an organism is assimilation then these would be things she might be interested in as an intelligent organism but she wouldn't be like engaging with them Well like that.
1: people theorize because I read a little bit of trivia not like a ton uh, but people were like oh she like just bonded with them because there's like a throwaway line where she's like oh Josh Hartnett thanks for letting me bond with you or something. Right. And I think she just like it's this idea of, well like her whole basic thing is she's like oh I'm an outcast and a weirdo because like she's like an alien and she's like and I like each and one of each one of you because you're actually different than what you appear. You're a little bit of an outcast well, in your own
0: Well, it's supposed to be about like spectrum. the resilience of the human spirit and the adversity of the yeah, human self. Yeah, I think self, there know. was a
1: little bit of a reach there and it wasn't as thought out as it could have been. I, I like... This is a very good movie for like... Young, people.
0: it's a good gateway, yeah. It's so a very good older, gateway, Them older, jam, yeah. But I'll also say that you know, there is something to be said about this tried and true aspect that you see throughout a lot of these body snatcher or alien movies, which is the human spirit is something unique. And these aliens, especially if they're in movies trying to assimilate society, they'll often go come up against this idea of the oddity, yeah, the uniqueness of the human spirit.
1: Yeah, I agree. With um.
0: That. Then, uh, Mary Beth turns into the, the simultaneously best practical effect Resident Evil monster never made, and also the worst horrible CGI monster that would be in a Resident Evil (sighs) game.
1: Yeah, so this, uh, last act with Mary Beth turning into the giant monster squid weird slug thing, um, it's great because there's some actual, like, practical effects with the pipette, but then... Then the CGI... And I get it. There's like certain things you're like, I get it. You probably had to do CGI for this. But like, it kind of takes away from it. But at the same time, you're like, all right, I'll, I'll just like. Look past it. There's some scenes
0: where they know and they show it for just a second. But there are other scenes where they linger on the CGI and you're like, oof. Yeah. Especially juxtaposed against how good the puppet looks.
1: Yeah, the puppet's really good. Um,
0: so we're down to the fucking creme now. We got Cleo Duvall. We've got Elijah Wood. And we've got Joshie Hartnett. Mm. Right? So they're all uh converging. Cleodoval and Elijah Wood run through the pool area yeah. and the Monstie grabs uh Cleative and slams her on the edge of the oh! pool. And blood sprays out of her mouth and I was like, She lost some teeth, my dude. dude. When
1: she fucking eats shit in that pool, like Anytime I'm around a pool, like an indoor pool specifically, because of like the tile, I'm always afraid of like falling and eating fucking shit. And I think it's because of this movie, because she just like slams into this tile and she's like, blah.
0: A great little squib shoots out of her yeah, mouth.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
0: Um, and she gets pulled under in the water, which is, despite the bad CGI, I like this scene. I think it's pretty Yes, I think it's really good. Because essentially, Mary Beth. By the logic of aliens, the alien queen is bigger than the other xenomorphs. So by the logic of this movie, the alien queen is bigger than the other little parasite guys, but really big. Really big. We're talking like baby whale size. Yes. So she's at full size monstie form and she's coming after Clea and she's clamping her little xenomorph mouth. Yeah. It's pretty spooky. And then... um. Duvall gets out. Yeah, because
1: uh, what's his face? Casey Elijah Wood gets like a stick and like pulls her out. Or yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah. And I think that they do a pretty good practical thing here too, where I believe they just had like a there's a camera facing towards the monster, and they essentially created like the front of it, but it covered. Yeah, and they just pushed it through the pool, so yeah. you get the real water flying up. Yeah, and again, this is that's cleverness, right? That's like we. Yeah, there's don't a couple have. of
1: shots that are pretty like clever in
0: this. Um and. A part where I do like the CGI is you get to see the creature turn back into Mary Beth. And it's this stylistic scene where the rest of her is sort of like trailing behind her, almost like a cape. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. There's like some stuff coming up with like the shadow play and stuff. As
0: she transforms Um, from alien to uh, naked lady.
1: And there's, like, some good practical effects and, like, lighting and stylization. I think the CGI, unfortunately, like, that's what rules our lives now. And that's yeah. when it was, like, kind of introduces around this time. And I think there is some stuff that they were like, I'm not going to give you the budget for that, but I'll let you do CGI. Right. You know what I mean? So so.
0: Um, and, and now she's fully naked walking around, which. I,
1: naked. You it, see a little bit of titty.
0: Maybe this is a reach.
1: Half a second of titty. is
0: this his life force reference? Because that lady naked all the time. Yeah. And that lady got some honkers.
1: Honkies.
0: Legendary honkies. Hartnett gets put into the whole, like, oh, who's an alien? Is it Mary Beth or is it Clea Duvall? And he rightfully is like, Mary Beth, why are you naked? Uh, But fake out, they're both aliens.
1: Meh. Uh,
0: So this uh, Mary Beth reveals that because she's a, a better alien than the other aliens, she has a little nostril thing that she can cover her nostril
1: yeah, with. Yeah. But also
0: I think that what we're supposed to believe is that Mary Beth can is both the alien and can shapeshift into the human. She's not using the Mary Beth body as a vessel. Yeah. But anyway this is a contrived scene because she's like yeah I have a special nostril covering thing so that's why I thought you you know you, you could think that I took the drugs but I didn't take the drugs.
1: Yeah it's just kind of explaining why like the drug scene she didn't get caught at yeah. and it's like. Oh, but also in that scene
0: she, because she shows that she pops the bottom of the, the pen open so that it pours out. She has like a little tentacle finger and I'm like nobody noticed that at the time no one was yeah. like what the
1: fuck? What the fuck is that? I guess like you can exclude it because she was one of the last people to take the drug, and so the rest of them were twi- they were all tripping at that point. It's—I mean, if you get stuck up on that, like this movie is not for you. It's—it's it's a little stupid, but I think if you just watch the movie, you're like, oh, okay, whatever, fine. It—it it doesn't kill the movie for me.
0: So Elijah Wood shows up. He pushes Cleo Duvall into like the equipment pen that they have. Yeah, her in there. Very
1: My Bloody Valentine. And we
0: are now down to Hartnett. And Elijah, a.k.a. our McCready and Childs characters. Yeah. Um. Another cool scene that doesn't make any sense, but I like it stylistically, is we now have Mary Beth doing her little stalk yeah. of these two guys. And she has all these shadows of tentacles around her. Yeah, it's really which, good. Don't know how that works, but it looks great. It, it, I think they just wanted to be cool. It's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was just like what I, I was like. Oh, this is like a cool scene. Yeah.
0: Uh. Yeah. Fuck logic. You know, it's, it's good style uh she rants about again this is another scene of we know if you've been paying attention she's like oh we well, it came from, i came from an ocean planet but i dried up um blah 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 we get more like conformity is bliss mad lib stuff here this is the third time we have this conversation we don't need this that much no. um and then we essentially get like the uh reverse ending of the Breakfast Club speech where they're like, oh, we found out we were all the same. And it's like, no, we found out we were all different. Yeah. Um and uh Josh Hartnett gets frabooged over the lockers. Oh man,
1: he gets fucking tossed.
0: He probably would have had some broken bones. You would have had some broken bones, yeah, for sure. Uh and Casey is the only one left. Yep. And he runs out into the main gym area. Yeah. And he activates, which not not um not a check off device. There's
1: no, they don't make any mention. So he hits a button uh, for the the bleachers. So if it's I don't like a know, crank know I think schools still have this bleacher system. But like well, basically it's old, but yeah, yeah. There's probably like a more updated version. But I remember my middle school and my high school even both had this like mechanism where like so your gym and your like you know kind of like conference area with like your bleachers would always be the same room. So when you're in gym, you push the bleachers away, and so they like fold into each other. But it's all electronic. Yeah.
0: Well, it's mechanical Well, that's what I mean, yeah Uh, But it's mostly just like a crank system And essentially, Casey activates this uh, crank system That will uh, push the bleachers back in And he traps the head alien Yeah Uh, And we get some really cool practical effects This
1: is where the puppete shines shines. And it's a
0: really good puppet And it literally does shine They put a little teal on it
1: Yeah, it's really good in this scene And then Elijah
0: Wood's like I have to have a a, a last line Guaranteed to jack You you up and he jams the last bit of scat into the alien's eyeball. And we get all these parasites shoot out of oh. its mouth into Elijah Wood's face.
1: That's good, though. It's like, this is one of the, yeah, better scenes. Again,
0: very Night of the Creeps. Yeah. And they start embedding himself into him. And some of it, I think most of it is practical. Some of it so is CGI. A bit but of CGI, the practical yeah. stuff is gross in the best way. Um.
1: But the monster's dying because he stabbed it in the eyeball, yeah, like, and we already know with John Stewart he got stabbed in the eyeball, so like they dissolve. Yeah. yada yada yada. And
0: um, Elijah Wood finds all his friends and they've been on Night of the Creeped.
1: Yeah, like you, he goes to Clea Duvall and she's still locked in the locker thing, but you see all the little aliens like outside of her body and they start shriveling up and stuff. so
0: Yeah. One month later, later. um, Josh Hartnett now does football, even though half his bones should have been broken. Uh, Famke Jansen wants to ruin her career by fucking her student because she's watching him in the bleachers. Um... Clea Duvall poorly chose the Ali Sheedy makeover and now wears terrible pink.
1: No, she's cute. I, I like I her like in that this. Color. I like. She's it. too pale for that color. She's in like a purpley. Yeah, it's a little and she too pastelly purple. Stan. But she gets to be with Stan. But she looks just like Ali
0: Sheedy after they make her. I over.
1: know, but I like it. So leave me alone.
0: Um. Oh, and BB Elijah. Well, he put gel in his hair and now he's America's Fox Mulder and he dates Jordana Brewster.
1: Yeah, but.
0: A dude's still getting his dick smashed on the flagpole stole. Hazing still exists. Oh, high school. (laughs) All right. How many shit-eating grin Robert Patrick faces out of 10 do you give this boy? I
1: think, okay, if I were, like, practically look at it, like, with all of its flaws, probably, like, an eight, but, like, in a nostalgia, fun way, nine and a half. Okay. I think it's really fun. I remember seeing all the previews for this, like all the trailers and stuff like that in the 90s. And of course I was like, this is like crack for like teenage brain. You're like, oh my God, Josh Hartnett, Cleo Duvall. So you have like your goths and your jocks and you have, you know, Josh Hartnett. And it's like, it's very like, Addictive, like you would look at this, and you're like, "Yes, I want this thing. Give it to me." Um, the movie itself, it still pays off. I showed you this, like I said, probably about five years, four years and ago. I've seen it
0: before, but it's but, been a while. Yeah, and it, ha- it had been a while.
1: It still really holds up. I think it's one of the better early two thousands movies that have come out. This cast is just amazing. Everybody, and I even said this last night when we were watching. I was like, everybody in this cast really gave it a hundred percent. Like nobody was slacking it, and like everybody gave their best. And I think all the performances are great, and it really adds to it. And it reminds me of those eighties movies where like you'd have like a young George Clooney or something, and but he wasn't a star yet, but he still gave it like everything he had. So that's why I like this movie yet again. Tarantino does the homage better than rodriguez does but you can't fault him Horrors rodriguez al- is
0: also still like kind of a baby in directing yeah
1: hair. like he hasn't has much like experience i think he also made like shark boy and lava girl so you know with that uh but i think this movie is great i think it's definitely a fun watch you can watch it alone you can watch it with friends like you can watch it halfway and all the way like i think it's just a good movie all around so yeah i definitely everybody should go watch it if you haven't
0: i also give it an 8 out of 10 um, it's it's kinetic, man. Like he's he knows what he's doing here. That's really it moves what at a struck clip. me. It
1: like really and, moves. And
0: it moves at an effective clip, which is to say that you are. Always learning new information that is useful. You're being introduced to characters that are interesting. You're getting some great character development. You're yeah. getting some good plot development. It has mostly the right level of smirking arrogance that a lot of these movies don't have, that are like Williamson tinged, um, because it knows the source material well enough yeah. to give it justice. And when it doesn't, when it oversteps its boundaries that cheesiness is perfect yeah you know uh pitch perfect for its time i think the biggest flaw is cgi is bad yeah
1: but like yeah Um, i get
0: it there are some plot points in there that, if they weren't put in later on in the edits of the writing, um, they, it feels like they were to sort of like explain stuff to dummies. Yeah. And the only other thing is, it kind of rushes that last act.
1: Yeah, like you mentioned, you're like, oh, the last act. They're like, oh yeah, this, this, and this ends like, oh, I get it. But like, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna fault the movie. I feel like movies of this time kind of did that. They're like, yeah, and then, then the end. So I'm not, I'm not mad at it.
0: Yeah. Um. So I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I think that this is one to watch. If you are going to watch one of the more famous orbiting the two thousands horror yeah. movies that people like, I would say this is the one to check out.
1: Uh. So what's coming up next, Doctor B? Well, I think Doctor wh- B,
0: Mister B, oh,
1: Wesley. I think what
0: we're gonna do next is we're going to do a poll. A between poll. Oh, it? And we will ask you our wonderful listeners
1: yeah
0: uh, what you would like I got two movies in mind okay but we're gonna keep it secret secret
1: Oh I don't even know about this this mm-hmm. Scouts honor I yeah. don't know what they are so tell me so, all fair I will um, so yeah until
0: next time don't blame the movies movies don't create psychos
1: movies make psychos more creative
0: Because of the end of civilization the clamp cable network now leaves the air We hope you have enjoyed our programming but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.
1: Possession of a mind that's a terrible thing is a transformation with the new you. Not the body of a man from Earth. Not the face of the one you.